35 years after the war in Vietnam ended, Agent Orange still pervades the soil. In our final installment of The Forgotten Ones, The Legacy of Agent Orange, Wan Ha explores efforts to clean up the contamination. Walk one football field from the runway at Da Nang Airport in central Vietnam, and the terrain is rugged. We shove aside grass taller than our heads. We're wearing plastic boots to protect us from the toxic dirt. This is the storage area here to our left. That's Randa Shashakli with CDM International. The U.S. government contracted with CDM to clean up the dioxin that taints the airport grounds. We step into the clearing, and the air reeks of solvent from the chemicals saturating the soil. We are standing on what was what we call the former storage area, where Agent Orange was stored in 55-gallon metal barrels and, uh, and then transported somehow from this area to the, the runway area to put it on the airplanes. The ground is barren. We're surrounded by tall grasses. So obviously there's something in the soil that's preventing um, vegetation to naturally grow here. Soil tests show this and other areas of the former military base contain dioxin levels up to 360 times higher than what California allows in commercial sites. If I knew it was contaminated, I wouldn't have worked there. If I knew it was going to affect my children, I wouldn't have had them. Nguyen Van Jung had two children after he started working at the airport and eating fish and duck from nearby Sen Lake. The animals have high dioxin levels from contaminated sediment, runoff from the airport. A 2009 study by the Canadian environmental firm Hatfield Consultants found residents here had dioxin levels 10 times higher than most Americans. At Jung's home, we're greeted by Jang, his only healthy child, born before he began the airport job. Jung dug ditches that funneled water and sediment to the lake and cleaned out the mud-clogged sewers. He spent his days in soil contaminated with dioxin. His second daughter died when she was seven. My daughter died, and now my son is very sick. My son doesn't have bone marrow, so we take him to the hospital for blood transfusions. Jung says Vietnamese doctors and scientists have told him his children's rare bone and blood diseases are because of his dioxin exposure. Jung shows me a picture of his two-year-old son. His head is slightly misshapen, and his eyes seem too large for their sockets. At the New Year, his mother took him to get photographed. That way, we have a nice photo of him to display on the family altar. We know he's not going to live very long. Beyond a wall that separates Jung's neighborhood from the airport, researchers are drilling to find out how far down the dioxin has gone into the soil. In 2007, the U.S. Congress appropriated $12 million for the cleanup of the airbase, and remediation assessments began a year later. The plan is to scoop up all the contaminated soil and sediment and move it into a landfill. Then it'll get baked at high heat for three years until the dioxin dissipates. Michael Mahalik is the American ambassador to Vietnam. 
This is a persistent organic pollutant under UN standards, and we think it's a very valuable thing to get rid of pollutants like that because they're dangerous. So far, the U.S. government has committed less than half of the $34 million needed to clean up Da Nang Airport alone. Vietnamese, like environmentalist Vo Quy, is a prominent voice among scientists and policymakers calling on the U.S. to commit $300 million for health care and cleanup over the next decade. It's about moral responsibility and fairness. The Americans caused this problem. The U.S. government and U.S. people must take responsibility to help Vietnam solve this problem. There are still about two dozen former U.S. military bases that have elevated levels of dioxin. And swaths of South Vietnam are still scarred. The forest is our treasure, the thing we love the most. It gave us trees. It held back the rain. But after the war, it gave us nothing. In the village of Maulan, Bui Đức Thanh says a way of life has been lost. The forest has changed. And in my soul, I don't feel as happy. Before the war and the spraying of the poison, you could go into the beautiful forest, swim in the springs, and write poems about it. Now it seems very empty. It's unclear whether the U.S. will foot the bill to clean up other military bases or help restore the pre-war ecosystem. Ambassador Mahalik. We have been asked to take care of Da Nang, and I think within the next two or three years, we will take care of Da Nang. And beyond Da Nang? Beyond Da Nang? We'll see. We'll see. For Vietnamese here and in the United States, whose lives have been touched by Agent Orange, the wait continues. For the California Report, I'm Juan Ha. You can review the entire series online at CaliforniaReport.org. We had support for this work from the Renaissance Journalism Center's Vietnam Reporting Project at San Francisco State University.